0: Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works. And why not join our community? Simply search for Whatever Works at mewe.com and get stuck in.
1: That's interesting, that little sound wave. Better not put that in the show. I suppose he'll put people off. Enough of this banter. Let's get on
0: with the show, shall we? Hello, Aiden. Oh, we started. Hello, Back Ted. Back from gallivanting again, are we? Uh, do you know? I feel like a jet setter. As so I just messaged you privately before we began, it's just classic for the business I'm in, the business that we call show business, that one minute I've got three buses at once and don't know where I am and can't think for things to do, and then the next moment I've got an empty calendar for six months. Um, I'm in the middle of one of those sessions at the moment, but it's the empty calendar starting on Tuesday, so. (laughs)
1: Lovely to be here,
0: though. Lovely to take a break from my hectic and and have a good old chinwag with you for an hour. Always enjoy it.
1: Okay, so next week we'll do three shows to make happy. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Talking of which, this is show 153, and um, it's the 7th of January. So, well, I suppose we ought to say, even though it's a week late... Oh,
0: yes! Happy New Year! Happy New Year!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Enough of that nonsense. It's far too late to be saying Happy New Year now. It's, it's yes, it's it's the beginning of January. So we hope that 2022 will be uh, much better than 2021. Of course, we say that every year. Um, I haven't been thrown out yeah, my It isn't of my 2022 home this year. every year. <laughs> yes. <I'm sorry. clears throat> um, I haven't been thrown out of my home yet. So they haven't locked down um, Wales. So that's that's a bonus.
0: But who knows what the coming weeks will bring as they change their minds about everything. You know what? I often think I should start a travel agency because of the work I'm doing and traveling. I was in Switzerland until two days ago. I'm going to Germany on Sunday. I know about travel. (laughs) I could organize covid restrictions in every country on the planet. So I might I might open a travel agency at this rate.
1: Good idea. Make some more money. (laughs) Whatever (laughs) works dot works is our website. You'll find links to all the stuff we're going to rabbit on about today in there and um, yeah tedsalmon.com is for me links to everything out from tedsalmon.com audio podcasts mewe groups just everything that I'm involved in aidenbell.com you can book him up there but not until after he's been to Germany (laughs) (laughs) and um, you can can, uh, do what you like in terms of um, um, negotiating some thespian activity no doubt (laughs) thank you
0: for the plug sir
1: Right, let's get on with this, shall we? I suppose we should say um, thank you, everyone. To no, that sounded reluctant. It wasn't reluctant. (laughs) I don't say thank you to everyone (laughs) cheerfully. To the people that chip into the MeWe group, the people that chip into the MeWe group keep the show going, and we like your enthusiasm, and we hope we'll see another year of um, enthusiasm in 2022.
0: Absolutement. well put, sir.
1: Having said that, I'm going to start off with one of mine. (laughs) <laughs> which is the Clelo neck fan. Ah. Now, this is the wrong time of year to be doing this, really, but I got it for Christmas right. because it was on my Christmas list. And um, it's a neck fan, and it's it's this thing that looks like one of those Sony um, neck speaker thingies. You kind of loop it around your neck. First of all, it's got a USB-C charger, hurrah, um, and a battery inside it. In fact, it's got two batteries inside it, one on each side as it goes around your neck. Yes. And... Um, it's the batteries just to get this out of the way the batteries um take about 4 to 6 hours to fully charge depending on which power you put it on because the power is you can have it on 1 2 or 3 i didn't realize that i didn't realize that at first yeah. but there's a button and you can you can go strong medium or low um so it depends on how you use that, as to how long it will last And that can be between um, 13 hours and um, uh, 9 hours, I think it is. But anyway, this thing, you hang around your neck. It takes in air from the, the front and it says it's fanless, but I, we've had this discussion before, I, I can't see how it can be fanless, so there must have some moving parts yes, in there, yes. it takes the air in, it pushes it back towards the vents, which then blow up around your left and right lug holes, and pushes the air around the, the, the sides of the necks the, the side of the neck yeah. and, and in the, the middle of winter, when it's not really hot to test this out properly, I think it is quite effective. I know that it's not a air conditioning unit. It's only going to push air around, but it seems to, in my test so far, be cooler than the ambient temperature in the room, and it looks like it might actually do a decent job. I'm sure it would. Moving um, air
0: is going to cool you down, regardless of whether it's been refrigerated or not.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, defying physics <clears throat> to some degree, I suppose. Anyway, um th- so, the, so this thing, um, I'll, I'll test it in the summer and, and feed back on it and, and let you know if it's any use. The only downside, really, of it is that it the, the, is the noise. Right. And it's and on the tops. So you, you see, when I first when I first got it, I thought it was only one setting, and I had it on the low setting, and I thought, oh, that's not the noise is not too bad. I could live with that. And then I turned it up, and of course it's much noisier. But you do. It's it's like living by a main road. You you you, you kind get used of, to it. Yes. Yeah. It, it, I I I put. This thing on my on my head for like half the day, and by the end of it, I really wasn't hearing it. Yes, of course, I was hearing it, but I I'd come, my brain had blocked it out to a large degree. Anyway. There it is. It's twenty-five quid or thereabouts, and I'll report back in the summer. I wouldn't suggest anyone buying one yet, but I wait until why well, I recommend it or don't recommend it um, as the months go on. Everyone fancy
0: one of those? You know what it looks like. It, well, I don't because, as you know, I'm the opposite <laughs> of yourself, and I'm always looking for ways to stay warm and and toasty. But it, it looks to me like that thing that Bose brought out, um, the speakers that you put round your yeah. neck. And I was thinking, if it wasn't so loud, they could have you could have killed two birds with one stone. Or perhaps it should have speakers in it regardless to to mask the sound of the fans
1: yeah yeah that's what i meant at the at the outset i, I said sony but um, i see you're right yeah yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Bose, i think bose did the original one you're yes, quite right yes and yes you could that's a good idea you could um you could have two two in one there couldn't yes, you? yes but do, do, I, do I,
0: feed, I, feedback in the summer and let yeah, us know if it actually works
1: <laughs> i will indeed
0: <laughs> i bring you something <clears throat> Uh, which I was very very pleased to find. This is very much in the Aiden trying to hang on to the old world as long as he possibly can. Um, I may have mentioned on the show before. I'm not sure that I am. Um, I'm building a pond. No, I, <laughs> I have a driveway that I have to reverse down to get into the house, and it's a little bit tight, and I could quite easily bang into the wall if I'm not careful. So I've put out what I call my runway lights. I've probably spoken about these. It's just a strip of LED lights which I, which illuminate the path and allow and guide me down. I don't
1: think you have. Oh,
0: okay. Well, I use. The to drive down and um, up until now I've had a elaborate uh, working when it feels like it system where I connected them to a smart socket which I paired with Google which I paired with if this then that which I paired with my Tom Tom so that when the Tom Tom is within a 100 metres of the house if this then that tells Google and Google tells the lights to switch on. And it tended to work, but sometimes not, and then I'd forget to turn them off, and I couldn't find a system whereby I could, say, automatically switch off after a minute, so I got fed up with this. And I had a little route around in our favourite website not long ago and discovered the Colorock Smart Wi-Fi Light Switch RF Wireless Remote Control Switch Kit. Uh, and for the mere price of £17, it's gone up to twenty I'm sorry, dear listener. I bought this thing. And what it is, is it's very similar to a smart socket. Indeed, it is Wi-Fi compatible and can speak to Google, Alexa and so on. But I actually haven't even gone down that route. What it is, is um, it's not a plug. You actually have to wire it into the cable. So minimum um, electronic ability or electrical ability required. You snip your cable and you just put positive and negative on the in and the out and then you've put it in line in your in your system. And um, it's got two switches. It's got a wall switch, which is a sort of conventional um, standard size wall switch, which you click on and click off. And that simply turns it on and off. It's also got a little tiny sort of key fob switch, which is what I have in the car. And I've blue tacked that to the dashboard in the car. <laughs> so it's absolutely perfect. So now when I come home, I don't have to worry whether... Tom Tom has spoken to if that has spoken to Google, has spoken to the switch. All I do is I turn it on with my finger like a good old fashioned knobs and buttons routine and on comes the light. And then if I do forget to turn it off and I go back into the house, I've got the second switch on the wall next to the back door. Oops, I forgot to turn the runway off and I can press the button and turn the runway off. Not only that, as I say, I haven't gone down this route yet, but it is also smart device compatible, Uh, it is Internet of Things, it will talk to Google so in due course I could also set it up to Google so that if I'm then, as far as the living room and realise I've left the runway lights on I could then lazily say, oh gee Google, turn off the lights. So I'm delighted with this thing, (coughs) excuse me up till now it's working a a treat, I'm having no problems with it it worked first time, as soon as I set it up it worked fine, Uh, I'm very happy with it and at less than 20 quid, in fact it's gone back down Aha, when I prepared our recording notes, it had gone up. It's come down again now. It's 1784 today uh, and well worth every penny, I think.
1: Pretty nice. That remote control. uh, My dad's got one of these little remote controls for um, opening the garage door as he approaches and when he leaves. um, And it's really expensive. To buy a a replacement is like 50 quid. It's a ridiculous price. I mean, I think
0: this is just Uh, the, the latest emanation of that, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I was going to say, that takes a little battery, does it?
0: Yes, I believe there's a tiny little battery. Yeah, there is, inside the key fob. uh, And also inside both switches, in fact, yes. So you caught me out on that one last week as well with something I brought on. I tend to forget that things have tiny little thumbnail
1: batteries in. I cannot imagine my dad, though. Put in a lump of blue tack on the dash of his precious car.
0: <laughs> oh, listen! I have my, listen. My car is my castle too, but you can't see the blue tack. It's very cunningly hidden behind the switch. <laughs>
1: Very nice. That's a really good idea. I'd love to see your runway lights. Do take a photo of them? I will. I didn't realise I hadn't <laughs> brought them onto the show.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, 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 as I say, I have to reverse down this thing. And if I come home in the dark and the rain, you know, you can barely see a thing through the back window. And, and they are, you know, it's great fun. And I, I, I would enjoy saying, Google, turn on the runway lights. Turn off the runway lights.
1: If you send, if you send me a photograph of that, I'll stick it in the MeWe in the group. That sounds really good, good fun. I shall do <laughs> that, sir.
0: There we are. So, yeah, if anybody yeah. needs such a thing, I can certainly recommend this one.
1: Very good. Now, Chris Kelly is next on Oral-B. Oh. Oral-B. Now, he's, he, he's, he's done a combined effort here, putting something into for, for a gold star and Room 101. So I decided to keep it out of either group and put it in <laughs> here now. My electric toothbrush has given me many years of service, but has reached the point where it needs to be replaced. Um, placed on charge every night. So, an order for a replacement was placed with Santa. I must have been the, on the nice list because Santa delivered. Oh, yes, I he want was. To, <laughs> I want to <laughs> issue a gold star because, unlike previous models, my new toothbrush packaging contained zero plastic. Ah. Well done indeed to Oral-B. It was all recyclable cardboard. However... They still need to be put into Room 101 because they deliberately designed their electric toothbrushes in such a way as to make swapping out the dead battery not only hard, but also likely to result in irreparable damage. And in the um, MeWe group where he's posted this, he's posted a photograph of the inside of this thing where, sure enough, when you take the cover off, it exposes the whole of the board yes. and it's just asking for trouble. And, yeah, it's going to get broken when you just replace the battery. So I completely get what, what you're saying. Chris and they should have um, made
0: that a better feature to make it sustainable I have uh, very conflicting opinions of this on the plus side I think it's wonderful and there was quite indeed quite a lengthy conversation I think Ian Watson was getting involved and I absolutely take my hat off to anybody who goes down that Heath Robinson route of make do and mend and taking things apart and fixing I absolutely love that and I applaud it fully however I don't think it's fair to penalise a company because they didn't make it such that people can do that. Because I'm sorry to say that the likes of Chris and Ian and myself, I hope, are in a minority. And I really don't think you can penalise a company because they didn't make their toothbrush in such a way that people who want to cut it open and change the battery can or cannot do so. There. That's my piece.
1: (laughs) I I think I'm with you. Yeah, I I didn't. I'm not sure if I read the. Yeah, I think what I think. I mean,
0: I I apologise, Chris, if I've misunderstood you. But I think what Chris is saying is his beef is that they should have made it easier to change the battery. And my response is no. You're not supposed, in inverted commas, to change the battery at all. You're supposed to use it till the end of its shelf life and then dispose of it responsibly. So hats off for wanting to change the battery, but I don't think you can tell them off. <laughs> that's okay.
1: all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I had a um broken LED light this week and um I realized that there was no way to get into it. So it's a perfectly good light and the only thing that's wrong with it is that the USB don't no, no, sorry, the micro USB um connector thingy has pushed in It's been pushed inside the... the and you can hear it yes, inside, yes. Sh- shaking about. It's It's been pushed inside. Right. So I tried to open this. And the only way to open this thing up is to get a... a, 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 a a, a saw, or to, yes, yes. yeah, to just to, to cut it open, and I suppose you could do that. Maybe you might ever go at yeah. that, but it certainly wasn't sustainable and, it, you know, repairable. Yeah. So we we so, are now yeah. in
0: whatever works territory, aren't we? In that things are not made any longer to be repaired. I'm sure fifty no. years ago, the majority of household appliances, you could take a screwdriver to them and have them re- repair them yourself or have them repaired by a, a qualified engineer. But now yeah. things are just made to be thrown away.
1: Indeed they are. But anyway, thank you, Chris. Now to an item that none of us will know anything about. <laughs>
0: yes, this was fun. I have to admit I had to look this one up. Chris Clayton <laughs> brings us a fold-up sim racing rig. Well, yes, of course. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> to compliment my recently acquired PlayStation 5, says Chris, I've heard of one of those, says Aiden. I researched options, sourced eBay, and picked up a Play Seat Challenge and logistic G29 wheel and pedals for a total total of £250. Well, you'd have to know what you're buying if you're going to spend that much, wouldn't you? I understand prices are inflate- inflated by about 50% at the moment, says Chris. Supply chain stuff, I guess. Anyway, I'm having an absolute blast. The setup is pretty low-end compared to what's out there, but it offers force feedback, so it sort of rumbles and applies talk to give feedback of grip and the like. It's a long way off feeling real, in inverted commas, but it's great fun. I'm told it folds up to a manageable size with the wheel and pedals attached, but I've been so hooked I haven't moved it yet. (laughs) My long-suffering girlfriend, he concludes, does walk past and glances across at a near 40-year-old man sitting in a dark room on a glorified deck chair with a steering wheel attached (laughs) to it and is quite possibly asking some serious questions. Yeah, this is lovely, Chris, and I did indeed, I must admit, have to look up what it is, and clearly what it is, is it's a sort of haptic feedback chair setup that you can sit in and play your racing games and flying games and whatever other games and you know like when you go to a 4D cinema you know it shakes and vibrates and moves left and right and up and down you see I've done my research Ted and and it works (laughs) with you in the game and it looks great fun and I've never experienced one in actual fact just last week I went to the World of Coffee in Switzerland and they have a kids ride in there which we went on because we were the only people there and it showed a silly film and you know it was again the seat was vibrating and shaking and moving back and forth so I know what it's like and it's good old good fun and and good for you Chris um yeah I mean actually in actual fact I have sat
1: well I have used one of these because back in about what year would it have been um, 1856, probably two thousand. <laughs> yeah. It was an earlier version of the PlayStation. Anyway, it was it must have been twenty plus years ago. Right. Um, a person, a friend of mine, had one of these. Now the first problem was that um, I couldn't fit in the seat. Yes. Um, you know, I'm a big bloke, but you know these these are designed for very very yes, much Mr. Yes. Average. You're never going to be and a I, racing I, driver, are you? <laughs> no. I, I remember um, sitting uh, in the end. I had to sit on the sofa and use it and get rid of the seat. But anyway, um, I, I was able. Able to do it and yes, it worked, it was, it was good fun. Um, my friend who was had bought it was just all over it, he thought it was absolutely fantastic. And I could see the attraction, I could see what fun it was. But, um, yeah, I, I, I guess the difference in terms of real driving is that you can just behave irresponsibly, exactly. Yes, crash.
0: And <laughs> I think it would be great fun. Do you know when I years ago, again, 20 30 years ago, when I was in Vienna, I was going to play Ayrton Senna in a musical which never happened, but we did get as far as a press launch and they put me in a racing car for some pictures. And by golly, even skinny Aidan Bell, I had trouble getting in. It was like sort of siphoning myself into a sausage skin. I mean, it was right. unbelievable. Um, i just like to throw that in. So I think yeah, you're yeah, much I, more comfortable think, in that one, Chris, than you would be in the real thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think in the real thing they're probably moulded to the person. Yes, I think but- so. Uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, thank you, Chris. That's great. Really interesting and different item for the show indeed. I would put Keith that, I would put that in
0: a... As far as I'm concerned, that's an I want one of those. Because I do, but I couldn't justify £2.50, never mind 250
1: Now, fancy a glass of wine...
0: I, I, sorry no I've just had one mate. thank you thank you <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pip Tomlinson is has bringing us the nan 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 Oh you've had one
0: too I can tell <laughs> <laughs>
1: The nanami, nanami. wine opener, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the wine opener set. The waiter's friend corkscrew. My mum and dad, he says, are getting on a little and finding it difficult to open wine bottles. I found this gadget on Amazon, and it does a sterling job at automatically removing a cork and then releasing it in the same action. It's been excellent for my parents as their hands can sometimes struggle with a traditional bottle opener. It's also rechargeable on its stand, which is a nice extra. It comes with a snipper to remove the foil from the top of the bottom, as well as a metal bottle stopper you can use to shove in the top of the bottle (laughs) once the cork has been removed. All in all, I'm very happy with it. For £22.50, it ain't too expensive either. So there you are. Good shout, Pip. Nice one.
0: And looks very nice, too. Very sort of nice brushed aluminium blue sexy look. Yeah, very nice. But you you wouldn't know by the time you got there, would you? (laughs) (laughs) And while on the subject of getting wasted, Chris Kelly brings us another one. He brings us our Barbantia Tasty Plus corkscrew. Inspired by Pitt Tomlinson above, says Chris, I have had many mostly poor corkscrews over the years, including some fancy lever style and a battery powered one. This is by far the best I've ever had. It's possibly the simplest too. It has a long screw with a large T-shaped handle that takes very little effort to operate. Keep screwing until the cork comes free of the bottle and then unscrew to remove the cork. I bought one for my brother-in-law when his expensive lever-action corkscrew broke in 2018. He made a point of showing me that he's still using it uh, this year, declaring that it's the best corkscrew he's ever owned too. Oh, says Chris, and it's also less than £8. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it depends which route. I I have to say, I'm sorry, I'm a snob and I prefer (laughs) Pip's (laughs) <laughs> um, sexy looking one. But this is certainly a, a cheap and simple and safe and, and reliable version too. So thank you, Chris.
1: Yeah. And uh, and, uh, and it doesn't need batteries. And it will last forever. And it's it's actually £7.75 today. So even cheaper. Whoa. Almost cheap as chips. So, yes, thank you, everyone, indeed, for those um, items from the MeWe group. And um, I wish I could um, I wish I liked wine sometimes I, I when whenever I had a have a glass of wine I, I just completely I think to myself, why am I drinking this? I'm not enjoying this at all. I'd so much rather have a beer or um, or even a cup of coffee, to be honest. You know, I, wine just does but nothing to me There you are, all. each
0: to their own. I do drink yeah, wine, yeah. and yet I have the same feeling with beer. I wish I could drink beer because I quite like to be a part of the culture of beer drinking. But I drink a beer, and I'm the I, same like you with the wine. I just think, nah, I won't have another one of these. Yeah, yeah. Hey stop tips, Can't stop tips,
1: stop tips. Expand your English with a simple but tricky Wordle game each day. Now apparently this has taken off big time across the world. Um, and this bloke who started it who claims that he'll he doesn't make any money out of it and he never will make any money out of it. He um he uh, puts a word up on this website every day yeah. and you have to um, change the letters in it. Um, going down this grid, five-letter word, you've got six attempts to try and get the word. And each time you put a word in, it tells you by colours whether the word, a bit like that mastermind game. Right. It's, oh, it's, yes. the, right, it's the right letter but in the wrong place or it's the right letter in the right place. And you go down this thing. <laughs> um, That's very
0: more common Wise, isn't it? The right letters but not necessarily in the right yeah, order yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah if you remember the mastermind game from the 1970s that's how that used to yes, work yes yes um, and you had to guess the 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 the, um, the, the thing at the end of it. Yeah. Anyway, this is you have to guess the word before the six attempts are up, and that's it. It's as simple as that. And you have to um, each day a new word comes up, so you can't keep doing this. You, it, it's only one a day. That's it. And you, you just go back to do the next day's one if you if you're interested enough. There's no prizes. There's no money. It's just a bit of fun. Um, and this week I did. Get um, I, I I didn't get one of the words, and I thought, well, what on earth can it be? Because at the bottom of the screen, it gives you a keyboard to tell you which letters you've oh, yes, you have got that you haven't used. Yes, I see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't. I up until then, I didn't realise you could say use the same letter twice, oh. and and that really threw me because I I was fuming at this thing. <laughs> I, for sake. Anyway, this 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 word was banal. B a n a l. And, I, and as I say, I, I didn't up until then, I didn't know that you could use the same letter twice. Anyway. <laughs> you were thinking, banana
0: doesn't fit. I can't do this. <clears throat> so the TED's it's, top tip is that it's a, what, a good game, good game. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, yeah. It, it's, well, it's, it's expanding your English. Excellent. The, is the tip. Um, you know, because m- mum's started doing this as, as well. And, and it makes you think. It's like any word game. Yes. It keeps, keeps the, the grey the, yes. the, cranial, the cranial matter moving around.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you for that. So Thank you. before I rush off and start playing word games, let me tell you that Jeremy Harpen has brought us recycling Amazon cardboard as his tip for the day. Do your bit, he says. Recycle your cardboard. The growth of e-commerce online shopping has caused a shortage of cardboard. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean the su- I mean when you order a postage stamp from Amazon and it arrives in the box the size of a truck, what do you expect? Yeah. That and COVID affecting paper mills and the global t- supply chain. So please, says Jeremy, do your bit and recycle the cardboard from those Amazon and other orders. I do. <laughs> I'm a good boy. I'm forever standing outside ripping up cardboard boxes and chucking them in the blue bin. So Yes, yeah. I'm a good boy. Good show. <laughs>
1: Now, here's a top tip for you, which is a bit of fun. If you're too embarrassed to buy something, lingerie, large carrots, con bombs, get a birthday card with it. <laughs> thereby, thereby distracting the sales assistant into thinking it's not for your own dubious activities.
0: Okay, now what I want to know, Ted, is how did you come by this tip? Did you invent it yourself while you were standing in the queue at the chemist? <laughs>
1: Standing at the queue, oh, a bottle of lemonade, please.
0: OK, but that's a, that's a nice one, Tip. Thank you very much. Tip, Ted. <laughs> Thank you, Tip, for your Ted. Now,
1: Buy a birthday card with
0: it. Uh, I've got an interesting Ted here on freezing milk. Now, I have to be pedantic at the start and say I've never frozen milk. I just Uh. buy more milk. But anyway, that aside, this is good. Tips on freezing milk. Milk freezes well in plastic containers. The plastic bottles that milk is sold in are perfect to freeze milk after they've been opened, so long as they have a secure airtight lid and are not full. It's important never to freeze a full container of milk. Why? Because when milk freezes, it expands, and it puts pressure on the container and causes it to burst, and you have shards of half-frozen milk all over your freezer. 1 or 2 inches of space at the top of your bottle or other container is sufficient to allow the, to allow the milk to expand as it freezes. Now, I like this next bit. You could also decant milk into different plastic bottle or other containers made of plastic. Ziploc Zip lock type bags, if you can say it, works well for freezing milk. If you've got room in the free, if you haven't got room in the freezer for full bottles, you could try freezing milk in an ice cube tray. Makes the process of defrosting quicker. Oh, and then you could have milk ice cubes. I'm sure I could find a clever way of using a kaloor. You could make yourself a, a, a pour yourself a kaloor and put frozen milk ice cubes in it. Um, yeah, now several people.
1: Go. After this um, made its way into we several people did actually say, quite rightly, that they've never had a milk bottle explode on them. And I haven't either. I have put full um, bottles of milk sealed up straight from the shop into the freezer. So you just freezer. had
0: me read out an untruth on the show, Ted.
1: However, <laughs> however, I think that it is definitely a possibility. I'll tell you what I have had explode in the freezer is cans of lager. Oh yes, yes. I put cans of um, beer in the in the freezer, and I can't actually remember why. I think it might have been a mistake, but anyway, I, for some reason I did, yeah. and yeah, the the whole, the thing just exploded inside the freezer. Um, so I think it can happen, and it's probably better to do it the way that this this top tip is saying. Yes. But actually, in practice, it hasn't happened to me. But maybe I've been lucky. Right. Okay. Add your
0: tea, carry on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you, I, and also thank you to the people that have used my affiliate link, which is at tinyurlcom forward slash u k Just go there. You don't have to do anything else. Just start shopping, and <laughs> it makes no difference to to what you get. It makes no difference to your pricing. But the the Amazon affiliate link gives me a, a small percentage of what you buy. So thank you for that. Tinyurl.com/forward/slash Amazon, TED, UK. And thank you also because I got £17 last month. Um, Transparent declaration of earnings, £17 last month. So thank you all for using my link. This month, week, fortnight, (laughs) I wonder who bought... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the tanosan overdoor storage bags this took me right back to the 1970s actually they're still there they're still working so this is a bunch of bags or pockets that you hang um to to help you with storage ah. typically people have in the past used them for um uh, putting shoes in, in in like in a um a hallway That's cupboard right, yeah. to to save space um but you can put what you like in them there there there's five pockets in this particular one waterproof mount um organizer uh, in this case, hanging shelves for the wall, bedroom, bathroom, easy to wash and clean because they're waterproof, uh, wooden bar and cotton rope at the top. Um, they hang on the door, the wall, the closet, as I say. Good for stationery, toys, pretty much anything really. Glasses, keys, phones, cosmetics, stuck by the front door somewhere, um, or maybe just inside a cupboard. You could really get your life organised. OCD dream, <laughs> and I think I I reckon it's you that bought this. Um, so fourteen pound ninety nine for a two pack as well. So 750 yeah, okay, each. the seven pound fifty good, each. Yeah. So, yeah. And they, they look really nice. So whoever bought the Tannison Overdoor storage bag, thank you very much. I I, I think I could use one of these, you know. I've got a, in, in just inside the door cupboard. I might get one.
0: I guess the only problem is it's got to be a door that doesn't get frequently or violently used. You've got to be careful which door you choose to hang it on. Excuse me. But otherwise, I think this is marvellous.
1: Or you could put a, a hook-up inside the cupboard. So my... my in in um inside the door cupboard has got hooks yes. inside it for for hanging coats on so you could use Or the, indeed know, yeah. you
0: could actually hang it on the wall I mean you could just stick a nail in the wall yeah, and hang yeah. it on that so it doesn't have to go on the door at all
1: or over a hanging thing in a wardrobe
0: or you could have you your know. mother stand with a finger held out permanently and hook y- it to Yeah it.
1: yeah everyone no, nobody's life is completely wasted <laughs>
0: That's saved by the jingle, thank goodness for that. Okay, <laughs> and the lunacy continues. Actually, you no, know, this isn't lunatic at all. This is me being practical. This is me being manly. This is me getting on with looking after the world. I noticed that our drain outside the back door was filthy. It had become clogged, you know, with leaves and various bits of detritus that happens to the best of us. And then
1: detritus.
0: Detritus. Did you like that? I thought I'd word of the day. I thought I'd throw that one in. Now, can you spell it, Hayden? No. Um. I also noticed how hideously ancient and filthy and blocked up and horrible was the probably sixty-year-old by now cover grid that I um that, that I. Can- I'm being confused, dear listener, by watching Ted Salmon (laughs) writing the word detritus in our recording notes as I'm trying to speak. Um, Anyway, filthy, horrible cover grid on the drain. Uh, You know, this little thing that's about six inches in Old Money Square, little piece of plastic or metal that just sits on the top of the drain as a cover grid. I jumped onto our favourite website and discovered that, my goodness, £2.49. So I bought what? Bought two because we got a drain on the other side of house as well. So for less than a fiver... I have bought two drain covers. And I mean, they're made of plastic. I mean, what can they be? They're molded plastic. That's all there is to say. I can't tell you that they're good, bad, or indifferent. They seem to be absolutely fine. I bung them in the drains. They're doing their job, and it cost me less than a fiver. So marvelous! Sh- clear out your drain. And I must have, the one I took out from the drain was itself plastic. So I just cleaned all the detritus off it and then chucked it in the recycle bin. <laughs> the one on the other side of the house was actually iron. I mean, that must have been there since God was a boy. I mean, this thing was i I didn't even have the heart to throw it away. I've chucked it in the garage. It's old iron grate I've now also replaced. So, there you go. Very nice. And it's spelled D-E-T-R-I-T-U-S. Thank you, Ted, for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no problem. It's a word that is not in my um, usual vocabulary, so... Um, uh, shall I shall enjoy learning a new one I
0: only know it because a friend of mine was to say the same thing he thought it was fun to talk about all the detritus okay. you've left behind
1: paraphernalia yes exactly debris exactly um iMac-style phone cradle and holder. I've had one of these ever since Chris Kelly put us onto it, I don't know, probably a year or two ago. Yeah. Um, and this little phone, iMac-style phone cradle holder sits on my desk, and I use it um, most of the time that I'm I'm sat at my desk, um, and it works really, really well. Uh, my dad started using it, um, and he fell in love with it, so we got him one for Christmas, and he equally loves it as well now it's made of aluminium it's got hinges all over the place it's really really well done it's a good little item if you want a phone cradle this is a good one now I can promise you and you can check this with Keeper if, <laughs> if you installed Keeper last month when we bought this for my dad it was 4 it qualified for cheapest gifts <laughs> <books. laughs>
0: Judge Barton
1: and now it's um, is it it's five ninety nine. I'm looking at yeah. it at the moment. No, uh, yeah. you're
0: forgiven, Ted. And it's because it's also beautiful. It's <laughs> it's it's like a sort of child swing for a phone, isn't it? I love this. Yeah,
1: very nice. And yeah, I remember Chris bringing it to us, and I think we all rushed out and bought one um, at the time. Well, maybe not you, but the rest of us did. And um, it, it worked really, really well. And Dad loves it. And Yep, good show.
0: You know my my new phone, my my famous new AstroSlide from Planet Computers is now imminent. They are actually in yeah. production and it's going to be portrait and Qi charging and I'm wondering, my goodness, if we could find one of these with Qi charging. I would press that buy button and put it on my desk in minutes.
1: Oh, I'll put you on to that. I have a very good um, um, Logitech one. Ooh, so, very cute. And, and also th- there's another one, a cloth one, yeah. which is really nice. But anyway, yeah. Um, talking of that phone... Um, uh, the, the Planet Computers did a big um, shout-out at CES this That's week. That's right, they, yes, they're presenting they it there, a, yeah. Yeah, and um, it was quite interesting to see. What, but we won't move into PSC No, no, territory. no, we're
0: crossing podcasts, but I will just say I'm I, my order number is 0004. So <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> I hope Good. to receive mine quite soon.
1: <laughs> I wish I had the same enthusiasm.
0: Ted Salmon is not enthusiastic about a phone. I don't believe it. I want one, I want one, I want one! I want one of those. Let me see if I can bring you some enthusiasm to the Bloomfelt Skydive Fish Tower. Now, oh, yeah. I want one of these for my pond. I may have mentioned I have a pond out in the garden.
1: Uh, Actually, uh,
0: to be honest, I wouldn't put this in my pond if I had one because it 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 it, it is completely against my idea of natural and keeping things, you know, as 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 nature presented them. But I just think this is great fun. This is nothing but a bit of silly physics defying fun. This is, (laughs) and you've just seen the picture, haven't you Ted? This is an upside down (laughs) tube that sits in your pond and because the top of the tube is sealed the air pressure means that the water level (laughs) continues up to the top of the tube. You're going to have to look at the picture to understand this dear (laughs) listener. And there's an entrance, and exit at the bottom, into which your fish can swim which means they can then rise above the level of the water and swim upwards into the sky brilliant. it's like a, it's a periscope for goldfish it's yeah. pure stupidity <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. I've just noticed, actually, I picked the expensive one. This is the 127 centimetre. There is an 87 centimetre one at £89 if you don't want to spend the £114.99 for the big one. But I just think this looks like such fun. And again, I don't want one. I wouldn't buy one. But I'd love to visit someone who has one so I could actually see it in action. What do you think of that, Terry?
1: Have you, have you, have you, if you're looking at the um, Amazon page, yes. look up and see the, the, the floating pond dome. Yes. Yes. It's the same principle, but the fish just kind of looks up, and and you see it poking oh, its head up. Oh, that's
0: lovely. There's the, <laughs> yes, the same the same idea. Yeah, and also yeah, yeah. on the one that I've linked to, there's actually a picture, a, a, a real a photograph of it in use in a in a pond. And yeah, it just, yeah. I mean, if you saw it from the other end of the garden, you'd think, are the fish flying? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's really, <laughs> that's great fun. And I, I would love to have one of those. Or, or just see one, you know, in, in, in exactly, for real. Exactly, exactly. Like yeah. so many
0: things on the show. We don't want to actually spend our herd-armed money on right. one. But it would be great fun just to experience one for a little while.
1: Now, um, Anchor bring out some wonderful things, yeah. and we often go back to them. Um, but one of the things that even they have not done very well over the years, and I'm looking at an example of it right this As second, am I. is is that a five um, a, a five output um, a, a splitter yes. for power to USBs. Each of the um, the holes doesn't say what it is, doesn't say what power it is, doesn't say uh, what you can right. do with it. You're on your own. Some of them started to put things like iPad and Android next to the holes to try and give you some clue. Anyway, they brought out this new one, which is not only it's 120 watts in power, which is very good. It's a USB-C version. Um... And it gives you, diagrammatically uh, and on the, on the actual device itself, a breakdown of what you can expect from each of the plugs and what you can expect if you put a combination of devices between them, what you're going to get if you use it for single charging, three in use, four in use, three, two in use or whatever. And it gives you all the data about what you can expect in terms of how fast you can expect your device to charge. Now, it's a good idea not to charge things too fast, of course, as we know with lithium-ion batteries, but um, if you're going to be, you, you need to do this sometimes. At least you'll know from this data which ones to plug in where. And I, I think it's a real step forward. And I think all manufacturers of these um, chargers, uh, splitter chargers, um, should be um, doing this and putting that kind of um, drill down data actually onto the dice itself. Well done, Anchor, I say.
0: I don't understand it. <laughs> As I posted on MeWe and good old Jim Fowle uh, c- c- came in in solidarity with me saying he agrees. I'm afraid. I mean, I, 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 I applaud this and I concur with you, Ted. I think it's marvellous for people who understand the maths. I just plug things in and hope they work.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but the, the point is, though, that if you if you know that, that one of the plugs will give you 100 yes, watts. Of course. If, yes. And you don't plug anything else in at yes. the same time. You know that your phone will charge really quickly. By just using that one, whereas previously you think, well, which one am I supposed to plug into? Yes. And and it's not clear that if you plug two things at the same time, you're going to split the power. It's obvious, really, but it's just not been said very clearly um, by many manufacturers. Anyway, there you go. I think the Anker 547 is worth a shout. I have no idea how much it is. Um, oh, the, it's, it, perhaps it's not on sale yet, is it? Yes, Mr. Um, Salmon.
0: I'll 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 do my homework and try and learn all that. It's <laughs>
1: it is. it's coming. It looks like it's coming soon. It was a, a C. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, yeah. To, 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 okay, so yes. Well, moving on. <laughs> Chris Kelly again brings us the woods, the wood van's freedom. Now you remember on Yay. the last show, I decided I wanted an underground bunker in the garden. <laughs> Yeah. Chris now says, as an alternative to Aiden's Bunker, how about this, a camper van that can seat and sleep for and has a garage for bikes, e-bikes or even a motorbike? Possibly, until you read, the price converts to £52,000. So, um, ow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, fifty-two thousand pounds is not that. It's not actually for a for a a
0: motorhome, but I mean, for me, I would rather get rid of the garage and have more room in the motorhome. So motorhome. So again, it's each to their own. It's what your use case is and what you need and what you don't need. For me, I wouldn't. I mean, if I had a motorhome, I wouldn't need a bike.
1: No, no, absolutely. I've tried out these units where the person is sleeping really close to yes. the roof, and it makes me feel really claustrophobic, but I'm sure other people would be okay with it. I mean, when I was younger, I probably would have been okay with it. I remember we had an A-class Heimer van, which used this principle, yeah. and, oh no, we, we didn't have it. We, I think we hired it, um, and um, I, it was just horrible. I hated it up there, and in the end, I just went and slept on the sofa. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd never survive on a submarine. I, I When I say some of these submarine bunks oh, that people God, yes, sleep in. Yes. I, oh, you can't argue, though. It's clever design, though, and it's making the most of the space. And, um, yeah, good for wood vans, I say. Yes,
0: and I and I totally concur because I'm the same as you, Ted. I don't think I would. there's no money that would get me to sleep up in one of these little sort of up-in-the-air coffins these days. However, a million years ago, when I was in my 20s and touring Europe in the show Hair, uh, a colleague and I... Rented one of these long term and and did the tr- right. and toured in this and I slept happily every night and I remember having to sort of squeeze myself in through a sort of you know porthole to get in. I I, I couldn't dream of doing such a thing now. So yeah, it, it, for the young, we're we're too old for this, Chris. Sorry.
1: Yeah, <laughs> too oh, late. Parts United. <laughs> Still using Talking of which, we're, um, being old farts, yes, I'm yes. still using my and Great Big Snowdonia oh, trainers. I brought these. Yes. Do you, do you remember those? I brought this to um, whatever works 54 in March yes. 2018. And they were 50 quid then. And they're still 50 quid now. I'll put a link in the show notes. They're extra wide fitting, which suit my feet brilliantly. Because if I can't wear Crocs, then this is the next right. thing I come to. Um and they haven't had much use because, as you know, I, I live in Crocs, um, so it's not surprising that they're still good and they're still use usable. These are size fourteen for me. They're like great big boats. They're just about right when I need to wear trainers, um, then um, or sort of when I don't, when I can't wear Crocs. Yes, yes. Um, they're really good. They're really, really good quality as well. well they're snowdonia. Um,
0: they're going to be gorgeous, aren't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They're, I I wasn't until I bought these I wasn't aware of the brand personally, but um yeah, I think you're right. Snowdonia trains and they're really, really good, really wide fitting. I bought them at Jackamo, but I'm sure you can buy them elsewhere. Um, And yeah, really good. Still using them. Well, not still using them daily, but certainly now 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 and again. again. I mean, that is a good
0: shot. Snowdonia, I only know it's one of those names like um, I can't remember them now. One of these camping, you know, Yeah, but also the camping. I'm trying to think of. uh, Oh, it's gone from my head. The North Face. That's the one. These sort of camping quality, quality outdoor goods shops. Um, so you've done yeah. well there and I'm the same as you because as you know I live in these Kyburn's shoes the, with the cushioned soles Oh yeah, and yeah. can't think of ever having to put anything else on but you're right when you find something that if you have to have an alternative you found a good one so I approve yeah, so yeah. indeed I'm still using my Next packing cubes um, now I have to apologise again once again I've looked in our show notes and I cannot find when I brought these onto the show but I'm sure I did And if I didn't, if I really am just getting old and senile and I never brought them on, then I certainly should have done and I'll do so now.
1: No, I think you did. Yeah, I just couldn't
0: find. These are uh, a set of uh, they're basically a set of nylon bags um, with zip up. Uh, they're sort of well, they, they call them cubes, but they're actually not cubic. They're what they're sort of oblongic, um, and they're they're small bags which are, of course squash down to absolutely nothing. And you unzip them, and you can put stuff in them. And I mean, the, the 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 smallest one is is probably let me have a think. It's going to be something like twenty centimeters, and the largest one is probably about forty. Um, and you can pack. I mean, when I pack, when I pack for instance, what the idea is, you just bung them in your suitcase. But you're packing stuff within your packing. So you put all your pants and your socks in one. You put your T-shirts in another. You put your whatever other clothes. So you can separate clothes. So not only does it make it easier when you come to unpack because everything's together, but also for the packing, things are just put together and organized in a better way. And you actually find you can get more into your suitcase. Um, and they weigh absolutely nothing. Of course, they're just they're just lightweight nylon with zips. And they've they're part of the um, fabric is is breathable. Is uh, what what it's holy? What's the word like a, a mesh? It's, so the the mesh area means perforated. Or perforated, yes. So whatever's in there can breathe. Um, and I find them very very useful. There, that's very all I good. can say. Well, those and they 2 And bags—they <laughs> the t- give you those as well. I mean, you get the you get the um, seven. Or nine or what, seven actual bags with the zips. And then there's two little drawstring bags, which are also made of the same nylon. Uh, these are just for smaller things, I suppose, if you've been swimming and you want to put your swimming shorts in there. And oh, no, no. Hang on a minute.
1: It says a shoe bag. Or
0: you, well, I would have. Uh, you'd have to have tiny. You wouldn't get even one of your shoes in there, Ted. They're way too small. I mean, maybe your young child's shoes, perhaps. Um, but no, they're quite useful for, for, for smaller items. But Very it's good. basically just a way of organising um, and saving space with your packing. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm tending a, a to bit do a like lot a, of at the moment.
1: A, a travelling person's version of the hanging thing from uh, earlier.
0: Yes, absolutely indeed. Well spuck. Yeah. Better? Before. Oh, this is quite funny. I'm not quite sure how this even ended up on the show. I think one of us must have said that... Did we talk about badgers last week? I think the word...
1: We were talking about keeper. The
0: word badger may have come up. Was that related? And that no, no, whenever, no. One, whenever I hear the word badger... Now, I wonder if there are any listeners that know what this means. I immediately say out loud or quietly to myself, badger, 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 badger. Now, what this means is... In days of yore, before there was the interweb, or there was the prevalent, almighty, all-powerful social media interweb, there is a website called badgerbadgerbadger.com. And if you go to it, you will see a little cartoon. It's a very simple, basic cartoon of badgers dancing. And there's a very sweet soundtrack that goes badger, 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 badger. In fact, let me play you some. Badger, badger. And you get badger, badger, badger. And after a little while, a snake comes along and they go, oh, a snake. And then it loops back to the beginning. And that's it. That (laughs) is it. That is all it is. It's badger, 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 badger. Oh, a snake. And then... and and i because i'm mad i just got into this and friends of mine got into this and if we were bored if we were sat at a computer you'd suddenly notice that somebody was watching badger 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 and it, it's a bit like do you remember in the old days we used to find ourselves sitting watching static on the television because we were too tired to get up and turn it off and you'd just watch <laughs> the static screen it's a bit like that i can't explain it it's completely nuts Um, And these days, I'm surprised it's even there. I presume it's still there because it's just there for the sake of sentimentality. But I love it. Anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, go to BadgerBadgerBadger.com. However, I ought to add that for reasons unknown, at the moment, there appears to be no sound on BadgerBadgerBadger.com. The badges mm. have become mute, but you can still see the cartoon. Mm, <laughs> uh, this reminds this
1: also reminds me that if, if you had this as, as a screensaver, um, it reminds me of that thing you brought to the show a long time ago, which was these people um, going and changing yes. the the, the yes, numbers for the clock. Like, at least, that was really at funny. least
0: that's twenty four hours in duration. <laughs> this thing probably lasts about forty five seconds before it loops round again. So,
1: <laughs> very good.
0: Oh, I remember that clock. Wow, I might bring that on are. the show next week.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good um, uh, uh, hark back. Sorry, hark back. Are uh, still using? If you are still using it, because it was really good fun and it was just it was fascinating to watch these people. Um, and yeah, yeah, okay. do bring it I'll back it to back the show. Next time. <laughs> Ian Barton. Oh, 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 oh.
0: Sorry, that was just my room one hundred and one reaction.
1: Um, Ian Barton on local authority waste disposal Ah. sites, which he wants to put into Room 101. Fly tipping Room 101. It's a major problem in the countryside. A couple of days ago, someone dumped a huge fridge freezer in a lay-by just down the road from us. At least part of this is caused by local authority waste tip regulations. I was driving the pickup and was asked if I had a permit. No, I hadn't. And all I had was uh, four sacks of recyclable plastic. Luckily, the guy in charge was lenient and let me leave it. If you drive a pickup or transit type van, you have to purchase a certificate as they assume you are a business. And in Cheshire East, that uh, means that you can only go six times a year with your license. This is our local authority, and even though our postcode um, and part of uh, Ian's farm location are in Shropshire, I can't get a permit for Shropshire and have to get the one from Cheshire East. The nearest Cheshire East dump is 10 miles away. I go past that tip about once a year. The one in Shropshire is five miles away, and I go past it several times a week. Um, If I turn up in a car, it's no problem and I can use the tip. We had this in Chichester as well we didn't have the the border problem which Ian obviously is very unlucky with because he's across two counties and that brings its own bureaucratic problem for him obviously. But we did have this licensing thing. Um we had a a, a small transit van and the arguments they used to have down at the tip with this and they they used to they ended up parking outside the gates and just yeah. carrying the wheel wheelbarrowing the stuff down the road. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you,
0: Ian, um, but he has a solution. He does indeed. Ian's solution is tax every item with a waste disposal tax and then make it free for anyone to use the tip. If you're caught fly tipping, you should have your vehicle crushed and be banned from driving for five years. I agree. If you're caught fly tipping, you should be crushed. <laughs> uh,
1: and strung up by your neck until dead. yes.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I oh, mean, yes. a waste disposal tax. A good idea because, yeah, yeah, I'm, yes, good idea because yeah, it's a good yeah, idea. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're doing the same thing with batteries, aren't they? They're, they're, uh, and also with sugar taxing, and there's all sorts of taxing going yes. on. So I suppose you could argue why not have a waste disposal tax on everything as well. Anyway, yeah, there you go. Um, good job he's not a judge hanging people out to dry. <laughs> Oh, it's me. Uh <laughs> you, were so, Robin. you were so
0: in awe by my beautiful jingle, weren't you, Ted? You 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 lost yourself there. Oh yes. Yeah, I
1: I I will never forget that now, will I? Um The best jingler in the whole world. Well done, Aidan. All hail Aidan Bell <laughs> I I, for his marvellous yes, jingle thank you. <laughs> creation. Yes. Right. Mike Robbins um, wants to give a gold star to the LG Wave Dom. Our microwave has almost died. It has almost died. The turntable motor is on the way out. A little digging reveals that it's 15 years wow. old. It was bought from Amazon in 2006, and it has been going strong longer than my teenager. <laughs> Sad to see it go, and I doubt it will get another one as good. But, yeah, the, the gold star goes for the LG Wave Dom. Uh, now, on the back of this, I put out in the Win Mimi Group... Can anyone beat this? Who has got a microwave that is still going longer than Mike Romans's 15 years 2006?
0: Well, Chris Kelly puts in his nomination. I have a Sanyo combination microwave convention grill oven, says Chris. It was bought on the 4th of July, oh, happy independence, uh, 2000. It's been in use daily, yeah. so it's developed some Pantia over the 21.5 years. What's Pantia? Patina, What's patina? patina. What's, oh patina! That's when the paint starts to go funny, isn't it? Oh, is yeah. It? Pantia. I could, if I learned to read, it would help. Yeah, <laughs> I think patina is when the paint job starts to go a bit yicky. Anyway, he says it's still going strong. So there we go. Well, how so? What have we got? The twenty-one and a half years beat that. Well, somebody did, and the winner is Mike Schwartz,
1: and he has a thirty-five-year-old. Oh, Sanyo Digitouch, made in Japan, bought when I first moved out of my parents' home in 1986. Still used several times a day. So yes, yeah, so you do take the, the 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 prize there, Mike, for your 35-year-old Sanyo Digitouch and a gold star to Sanyo for that. Sanyo, I don't know. Can you still buy Sanyo stuff? I th- Sanyo used to think make, so. um, like you know these um, Sony uh, Walkman thingies. I, I remember Sanyo used to That's be in on right. that action. Yes, Yes. And little radios and things, and they obviously made microwaves at some point. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, everyone. Gold stars all round.
0: Excelente. Oh, we're nearly done. Can I go and play Wordle now?
1: <laughs> you, you can have a go. Yeah. Don't forget that you can use the same letter twice, even though the grid and the instructions don't tell you you can do that. Very <sighs> very sad indeed. Uh, right, what else have we got to talk about? Uh, we're, done, sir. we're Actually. Done. In our our show notes, we've got loads of stuff um, in a a bucket down the bottom, which never sees the light of day. I I keep thinking to myself, um, oh, yeah, there's a Zoom F8. You want a Zoom F8, do you?
0: Oh, do I? <laughs> do I? Says Aidan. Yes, I. Do. Oh, absolutely, sir. Now you're putting me on the spot here. <laughs> I, wonder,
1: I wonder how old this 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 list is.
0: Oh well, uh, well, let's let's drag the bottom of the barrel for next week. then. Yeah,
1: yeah. The the F the, the, the Zoom F8 just to um to, to make sure our, our our podcast goes to an hour. The Zoom F8 is the higher up version than the um the the ones that I've got, and it looks really really nice. It's in the shape of a number eight, and it's really. cute. Cute, and I really want one of those. It, it needs to be an I want one of those. Um, but I've got yes. no use for it. The, the The thing about the 8 is that you can put eight XLR microphones into it. And what do I need eight XLR microphones yes, for? Yes, I have... You but
0: yeah, well, I, I have a good friend um, who, who, who is a sound man who does a lot of stuff with me and he, he has one of these and he showed it to me a lot long ago right. in its little bag with all the XLRs plugged in and going out to the radio transmitters. And, and again, I, I fell in love and I thought I want this Can I smack him over the back of the head and nick it? But then I thought, (laughs) what would I do with it? You know, I'd I'd use one or two channels occasionally. This is the problem with I want one of those. We think we want one, but actually we have nothing to do with it.
1: No, and, and and when you watch these YouTube videos of these people that are really, really into audio, and they've got these banks of things around their computers and everything, and there's like one thing plugged into it, and and the honest ones will admit that it's completely over the top, and they don't need all this, they just like to have all the flashing lights and all exactly. the rest of it,
0: and I, can, and I get
1: that, I understand that. <laughs>
0: Yes, I mean in a way it's a bit like that, that, that um, chair that we talked about at the beginning of the show, it's just having the fantasy, you know There's is there much difference between sitting in Chris Clayton's fold up racing rig and pretending you're in a racing car or sitting at a computer with six times as many LEDs and knobs and buttons and controls as you need and just pretending you're in a recording studio and having a, having a good time
1: Yeah, yeah exactly um, Good fun all round, we'll all go and buy Alan Parsons' Yes,
0: I brought month. one of those onto the show, didn't I? So like you did. You half a million or something, was it, for that desk? Wasn't
1: it, it, was, it, wasn't it the one that he would used to do the That's Dark right. Side I of the Moon or something? That's right, I think it was one of the originals, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> do you know, I had the pleasure of attending Alan Parsons giving a lecture at Abbey Road on that desk oh, talking yeah. about Dark Side of the Moon and f- lifting up yeah. different faders and showing how he made various choices and what he did. That was one of, yeah, one yeah. of the highlights of my life.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if he didn't look like a a sinister bloke from Doctor Who, I I would warm to him much more.
0: (laughs) Do you know, he's related. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, Director of the most famous film of all time, Citizen Kane, Orson Welles. Did you know he's related to Orson Welles? I think he's Orson Welles' grandson or great grandson. And and when you know that and you look at Alan Parsons, you think, yes, I can see the resemblance. How did we get here? How did at, yeah. we get here, Ted? From whatever works. Well,
1: I was I was just trying to <laughs> fill in the show to make it an hour.
0: <laughs> hey.
1: But then I forgot. But then I forgot that when all the jingles go exactly. in, we'll be over let's an let's hour. Let's just
0: now. play the gold star jingle <laughs> fifteen times at the end and that'll
1: take us through. <laughs> we'll be back in a fortnight. Um, don't forget, whateverworks.works is the website. Links to all the stuff we've been talking about in the show today will be there. As well as in your podcatcher with a uh, trailing wind and a bit of luck <laughs> TedSalmon.com is for me and everything that I do AidanBell.com is for Aidan and everything that Aidan does do head across there UK is where you'll find links to all the other stuff as well loads of ways to get in touch with us as well as joining in with the MeWe group if you're not in the MeWe group already then join in the MeWe yes. group links in the show notes to that and also at TedSalmon.com so um, make sure you're there any last words from Mr. Aidan Bell Happy
0: New Year Happy New Year <laughs> (laughs)
1: Don't forget,
0: whatever works, works.
1: works! We never say that together. No, I always
0: put it together so it sounds as if we're brilliant. Yeah. Oh, rat, we're still on air. I've ruined it.